This audio is presented to you by Abdul Fattah Adayami. For more lectures and counseling services, visit www.abdulfattahadayami.com. Listen, learn, laugh, and think deeply as you edit your universe. <laughs> Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. <laughs> فَإِنَّهُ أَرْجَحُ مَا وَزِنْ وَأَفْضَلُ مَا خُزِنْ I praise Allah seeking completion of His blessings, submitting to His glory, and expecting safety from committing sins. I pray to Allah for His help, being in need of His sufficiency and of His protection. He whoever Allah has guided, there is none that can lead astray. He with whom he is hostile, that person can never get protection. And whoever he supports does not remain needy. Praise is most weighty of all that is weighed and the most valuable of all that is treasured. Wa ashadu Allah ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharikala. I bear witness that there is no God but Allah, one and only. There is none like Him. وَأَشْهَدُ أَنَّ مُحَمَّدًا عَبْدُهُ وَرَسُولُهُ أَرْسَلَهُ بِالدِّينِ الْمَشْهُورِ وَالْعَلَمِ الْمَعْثُورِ وَالْكِتَابِ الْمَسْتُورِ I also bear witness that Muhammad is the slave and the prophet of Allah. Allah sent him with the illustrious religion, effective emblem. Allah sent him with written book. Allah the Almighty Allah is Al-Kalam, one of his names, is that he is one that speaks. Or he doesn't need a speech before he speaks. His words are manifested in his creations. His words in power and grace permeates the world with fragrance, painting the dirty places with the radiance of his mercy. In our words reside the words of Allah, Allahu Al-Kalam. And by our lips his words are spoken. Sometimes gasping to be spoken in a holy, in a haste to come out of our mouths. Sometimes heaving with urgent panting of a runner, like somebody who is running and is, is struggling to say something, to pronounce something, to say the words of Allah. Sometimes gently stirring the soul and sometimes setting the heart to tremble out of fear of Allah. Sometimes the words of Allah force themselves out through a throat that has to throw them out. If not, it will have a sensation that is going to explode. Sometimes spoken by a mouth that has no idea of the weight of what is just uttered. And sometimes the words drop from the lips that can't even understand the treasure that just dropped off it. Sometimes the words of Allah are light on the tongue but heavy on the skin. Despite all of this in us and through us, Allah chose to speak. 
even though we are not worthy of speaking about him we are not worthy of speaking his words but to pass his words across to mankind he has chosen our lips to proclaim the truth he has chosen our lips to proclaim the kalima ya allah our mouths are too smelly to call your names ya allah our souls are too defiled to peruse your holy names ya allah our hearts are too constricted to honor your great names our tongues are too tight to pronounce your names and our voices are too ugly too ugly to pronounce your beautiful names we want to talk about the beautiful names of allah and his attributes oh allah please cleanse our lips control our tongues purify our hearts oh allah for your words bring life not death your names bring guidance not error your names brings light not darkness let your word speak through our tongue make it pour down like rain washing my eyes to behold your majesty and my heart to contemplate your greatness finding myself in the midst of your work in this great cocktail and salad of creation i know very well that allah is in this place with us and i'm finding myself at the loss for words to express the greatness of allah it is somebody that you know very well that you can describe very well and i'm very happy that it's okay it's okay for me not to know the right words to use to praise almighty allah to describe almighty allah to describe the sounds that graces of my words and the grace that soaks up my soul in my attempt to extol the names of almighty allah and to mention few of the attributes of almighty allah oh allah i pray please have mercy on me please have mercy on all all of us too with regards to the names of almighty allah allah has names that are uncountable allah akbar kabira his names are on the lips of all and sundry everybody that moves their lips will have a way of pronouncing his name and his names are never pronounced by any tongue either a person that is dumb and deaf will still pronounce his name in the way that's best known to him without the tongue his names are still pronounced those are the names of allah names that baffled the embattled those are the names of allah names that gladden the saddened those are the names of allah names that stupefy the mystified those are the names of allah names that a captive will call and get set free those are the names of allah names that they believed will remember and get consoled those are the names of allah names that the restless will recall and have a break those are the names of allah the all dependable names that never fail the all reliable names that never falter names that break and tear names that mend and amend names that grab and fling names that pick and embrace names that can catch you when you are falling names that can hear you when you are calling his names can be raging storms it can calm the storm inside your heart of the disturbed no matter how disturbed you are oh allah please calm this raging storm inside our hearts and grant us peace and tranquility and serenity and rest yunus salam, called on these names and was brought from the belly of the fish ibrahim salam, 
called these names and it came out of fire unscattered. So Allah exists. There's no doubt about it. Allah exists. Allah is unimaginable. We can't take him in. We can't fathom him. We can't walk him out. You can't find him and you can't lose him. He is staggering. He is magnificent. He is awesome. Allah is indescribable. He is incomprehensible. He is immutable. He is irresistible. He is invincible. And he is invisible. He is the living. He is the almighty. He is the overpowering. He is possessed of absolute dominion, absolute sovereignty, and absolute grandeur. Deficiency does not affect him, nor does incapacity affect him. No slumber can seize him and no sleep can seize him. Extinction or death does not counteract him. Allah is beginningless without predecessor. He is perpetual without an end. He is. He did not become. He always was and he always is. He has no beginning. He is the first. He has no end. He is the last. Singularly sustaining everything without stopping, without pausing, without resting. He is the Almighty. He is able, not bound by anything. He exists outside of time, so time does not bind him. That is, time exists with his command. It does not exist within time itself, because he is the creator of time itself. Rather, it was before he created time and space, he is too sublime. For spaces to encompass him and is too hallowed that time should restrict him and is now as he was always he is before the before Allah is near to all existence and is nearer to his servants than their jugular veins I'm closer to you than this vein but his nearness his nearness to us no more resembles the nearness of one body to another it is not the nearness of to say this thing standing beside this. He is separate and different from his creatures by his attributes. He is transcendentally holier than to be subject of change and movement. Rather, he remains in his qualities of absolute majesty. He is not subject to decrease in his qualities of perfection and because he doesn't have any need to increase in his qualities of perfection. Allah is singular, is unique in its essence. He doesn't have any parts. Unique with no equivalent. Single in quality without any parallel. Absolute without any opposite. Alone without any peer. He is not a body with form and not a defined substance. He doesn't resemble bodies quantifiably or in visibility. Rather, he resembles nothing in existence, and nothing in existence resembles him. There is absolutely nothing like him, nor is he like anything. He is transcendent, but not indifferent. He is imminent, but is not common. He is above all, but is not aloof. He is beneath all, but is not suppressed. He surrounds all, but is not excluded. He is within all, but not contained. He is here for all. He is here. He is here. He has no need of space because space needs him. No measure can confine him. No space can contain him. 
no direction can encompass him, nor the heavens surround him. He is above everything on the farthest reaches of the stars. He needs no helper. He needs no assistant. He needs no advisor. He needs no vizier. The kings are under his sovereignty. The rulers are under his supremacy. The monarchs are under his superiority. There is none but him, there is none beside him, and there is none other than him. Allah is not a limited edition. He is the king that needs not to wear any crown. He is on his throne as it is in line with his greatness, without the need to sit down or stand up or recline or lie down. He reaches without stretching his hands. He can be reached without a mediator, without a note of introduction. He is not an old man with long list of rules of do's and don'ts. He is not an old man with long list of rules wrapped in wrath to be feared, ever ready to punish offenders. He is not a creation scientist that has to explain himself or prove himself to convince himself or anyone else about his creativity. Trying to prove him is like trying to defend a lion. You don't need to defend a lion. Just open the zoo gate for the person who doubts that the lion doesn't fast in the month of Ramadan? <laughs> then the lion will prove itself to that person. You don't need to defend him, he will defend himself in ways you never thought he could defend himself. The armies and the hosts of heavens and earth are within his reach. And Allah is not a worship candidate who has to contend with other gods to win votes for seat of glory. He is not a celebrity that needs to be shown on the stage. Yet, he is not an unknown one that anyone can ignore. Allah Akbar. Allah is in the front of all people that seek him and is behind every disbeliever that turns away from him. Nobody can run away from him except towards him. La malja wa la manja. You cannot run away from him except towards him. Allah Akbar. He can never be outraced. You cannot outrun him because he's already ahead of the runner. He can never be left behind because everything begins and ends up with him. He created all substances and all instances. He makes the seen and the unseen, the things that can hear and those things without ears, and those things that have ears and that cannot hear. The thing that can be touched is one that has made them. The tangible things is one that has made them. The things that cannot be touched but that can touch you is one that has made them. Intangible emotions, thoughts, imaginations, love, ideas is one that makes these things. You cannot see them, you cannot touch them but they can touch you. You cannot move them but they can move you. You cannot change them but they can change you. Allah presides over all the thoughts of our conscience. The movement of the celebrations, all of the activities of the brain and the recondite substitutes of the psyche with the beginningless eternal knowledge that has been with him forever. He knows everything that is going on inside our head and our hearts. He is the wheeler of all, of all things that exist. He is the director of all things that occurs. Nothing occurs in the seen or the unseen world, be it minimal or abundant, small or large good or evil, beneficial or harmful, triumph or ruin, increase or decrease, 
obedience or disobedience except by the decree of Allah except by the ordainment of Allah except by the command of Allah and the volition of Allah all creation that you see all of them need him but he doesn't need anyone all creation has become by the order of B Kun Faya Kun and with this same Kun Faya Kun they can be and they can become and they can come back to inexistence which is Kun Faya Kun to him is creation and command and to him is command and creation he is matchless in creating and beginning solitary in causing existence and originating subsistence he created all beings and decrees their sustenance and their span nothing is outside his grasp and he is never detached from the absolute governor of all of his creatures you see this Allah his acceptance doesn't seek any perfection you don't have to be perfect before he will accept you his forgiveness seeks no flawlessness his gifts are not dependent on his or your prayers to him he gives because he is the generous giver not because we are the righteous recipients he denies us not because his hands are tight but because his wisdom is right you don't have to kill to reach him you don't have to obtain a ticket or pre-order for his mercy you don't have to book in advance or book ahead for his kindness and you don't need to show a receipt before you can obtain his blessings you don't have to be a vip before he can grant you audience just present yourself as you are just tell him you are sorry and you accept your apology as you are you don't have to be qualified before he chooses you for his job allah what he wills is and what he does not will is not a servant has no escape from disobeying him except through his mercy and he has no power to obey him except with his grace he will reward his believing worshippers for their act of obedience according to his own generosity and encouragement not according to their merit and obligations he doesn't owe us anything he is beside every divide to provide for both sides of those with him and those that avoid him all mankind if we should gather together to move one single atom in the universe without his will and volition they will never be able to do so no matter how much they try because he hears and he sees no audible thing however small can escape his hearing and no visible thing however minute can escape from his sight distance does not impede his hearing and darkness does not obstruct his seeing he is the outward and the inward who absorbs him while he him. He is the hidden and the manifest and he has knowledge over everything he can hear you from wherever you call him whenever you call him you don't have to climb a mountain to shout your voice and you don't have to dig a hole in the ground to whisper to him he says whether you keep your talk secret or you disclose it we know ali movie that is true i know everything that's inside your heart allah was asking allah me that created you won't i know you in fact i'm most kind and courteous and i'm all aware before you are even thinking about it i already know what you are going to think about it's all the same to him whether you scream or you are silent it's all the same to him it's all the same to him if you call him in a big masjid designed with grandeur or if you call him a little mosque that is the size of a room the size of the mosque doesn't matter to him 
He hears you the same. He listens to the rich. He listens to the poor. Riches and rags are all welcome in his presence. He doesn't discriminate. And the solar of the rich person is not any better to him than that of the poor person. The prayer mat or the prayer rug you use in calling on him doesn't matter to him. And no litany and no, no formula can compel him to do what he's not ready to do. Rahmaniya is his responsive nature that pours out very careful and personal attention upon all of those who supplicate and seek his help. Allah is whole, is complete, unchanging. He doesn't add or remove from himself. He doesn't grow or improve in knowledge, in essence and attribute. He is omnipresent. Yes, he is everywhere at every time. He is the environment itself. He is omniscient, the one with universal knowledge. He knows all things instantly. He knows all things completely. He knows all things comprehensively. He knows all things perfectly. And he knows all things effortlessly. He is never surprised. Is never unsure, is never unaware. He never says what. He never says oops. He never says aha. He never says aha. He never says ah. And he doesn't say aha. He is never caught by surprise by anything or anyone. He knows what any creature never knows and what any creature would never know. When he says, eh, nobody can say, eh. When he says, hmm, nobody can say, hmm. Allah Akbar. Allah knows what the heart and inner self consider. That's why he says, inna wa alimu I know everything you are whispering. I know everything you are thinking. I know everything you want to do. And I want that decides whether you can think it and I'm the one that decides whether you can feel it. I'm the one that decides whether you can know it. And I'm the one that decides what meaning is it going to mean to you. His abilities cannot be enumerated. And his knowledge is boundless. He knows all things knowable. Encompassing all that transpires between the depths of the earth to the end of the universe. Nothing of the atoms weight in the heavens and the earth escapes his knowledge. Rather, he knows the creeping of black ant across black stone on a lightless night. He knows the path of the fishes swimming in the oceans. He knows the travels and the travels of the migrating birds. He knows the movement of the particles on a windy day. He knows the seeds before the trees. He knows the leaves before the seeds. He knows the hidden and the beyond. Allah says, Quran chapter 19, verse 93 to 95, There's none in the heaven and the earth but comes to me, the most gracious, as his servant. Verily, he knows each one of them and he has counted them a full counting. And every one of them will come to him alone on the day of resurrection, without any helper or protector or defender. How many leaves are there in the world? How many trees are there in the world? How many grains of sands are there in the deserts? How many stars are there in the universe? Who knows? How many fishes are there in the oceans? Who knows? How many animals crawl on earth? Who knows? How many birds fly in the sky? Who knows? He knows them all. He knows their number. He knows them by their names. He knows them by their destinies. He knows them by their purposes. 
How many strands of hair are there on your body? How many microorganisms are there in your digestive tract? How many cells are there in your body that makes up your body? How many liters of water will you drink before you die? How many times will you breathe in and out before you last? How long will you and I have to stay alone in our graves? How many of his creatures have come and gone since the beginning of creation? Seven to eight billion humans alive today. How many of them have gone? How many of them are still alive? And how many of them will still come in future? Allah is the light ever shining. He is the might everlasting. He is the sight ever seeing. He is the guide ever guiding. He is the forgiver ever forgiving. He is the merciful ever showing mercy. Abundant is his mercy. Beneficent in every way. Compassionate guide for the lost. And all those who have gone astray. He is one that beckoned them back to the path of guidance. He is the strength for the weak. He is the shelter for the homeless. He is the scope of the scopeless. He is the hope of the hopeless. He is the source of the sourceless. He is the force of the forceless. He is the one that is behind everything that makes everything to become what it is. He is the refuge for the destitute. He is the shelter of the homeless. He is the deliverer of the exposed. He is the aid of the distressed. He is the guide of the lost. He is the giver to the one that lacks. You see Allah, eh? He creates something from nothing and returns everything back to nothing. He makes nobody somebody and he makes somebody to become nobody. He makes anybody out of everybody. He qualifies somebody and elevates anybody above everybody. And there's nothing anybody can do without him because he makes revision over his creations. And he creates diversions of their locations. He then provides the vision and the provision. Thereby, he elevates to position with his decisions, and his decision can never be met with diversion in any situation. It can never be met with any derision because his decision is always with precision. He is the most gracious with grace. He makes the seed become the plant and multiplies the plant and makes it to move from plant to plantation. And this is why, this is why he moves whoever he wills from waste to wealth from grace to grace and from grace to graciousness it is those without his grace that are truly disgraced in this world and the hereafter why because he's the one that degrades and upgrades and downgrades is the one that imposes opposes and disposes is the one that repeats and deletes is one that ordains and restrains is one that maintains and sustains is one that withdraws and restores, is one that includes and excludes, is one that installs and forestalls, he appoints and disappoints, he gives and he retreats. His works are beautiful, his works are meaningful because he is bountiful and he is merciful. He is a Rahman, he is a Rahim. More mercy every time. To replenish and to restore grace today, blessings tomorrow, and mercy at all times. With his mercy, he reserves blessings. With his mercy, he preserves favors. With his mercy, he bestows what we don't deserve. Gracious beyond measure, trustworthy to the very end to all those who hunger and thirst, looking for him and wanting to drink the water of life from what he has created. Steadfast is his kindness, generous towards one and all filled with forgiveness and pity when we call on him at times of distress 
when none can help us but only him when we are at the mercy of his mercy he is full of mercy and grace and love endless tenderness ah Allah is full of kind-heartedness if not he would not have spared us up to today he is the most gracious most merciful he is our Rahman he is our Rahim more mercy every time he is the judge that is just he is the giver that is generous is the creator that cherishes is the sustainer that suffices is the provider the bringer is the supplier is the producer is the reducer he is the one that increases and decreases and decreases with his decree he needs not do all of this at all if not because of his pleasure and he in all his might and glory that he might be known to all of his creature and so that everything he has done will be to his glory and glory be unto him who in his wisdom he has created mankind mankind of a living animal kind and he has placed upon his head the crown of reason and into his heart the essence of his love you can imagine adam now adam is not a machine he is not a plant and he's not a stone his skin is neither fabric nor plastic the hair of his head is neither wool nor rubber his eyes are neither glass nor nylon. His bones are neither steel nor ceramics. His blood is neither water nor syrup. His veins are neither ropes nor roots. It is one of these things that Allah has put together and Adam is still Adam. He takes in water and passes out other liquids from himself. He is a creative assemblage of intricate plumbing works that will pass something through one part and pass another thing through another part. He breathes oxygen, not in exactly the way fire needs oxygen to burn, but and not in the way the trees need oxygen to respire. He breathes like the fish breathes, yet different ways from the way the fish will breathe. His heart, the hottest chamber of his body, muzzles the valves shut and open in the closed dome within, pumps blood throughout his body in vibratory throbs with no battery no solar appendage never exposed to sun no electricity he keeps pounding and pounding he keeps pounding and pounding he keeps pumping and pumping from the time the breath starts in him to the time Allah will withdraw the breath and tell him it is over and as we speak now that same breath is in all of us the breath that Allah put into Adam to quicken him to life is residing in each and every one of us and that's why we owe Allah something we owe him worship before he withdraws the breath he planted into us that is the bread that keeps us alive he has fashioned and molded you in the best design and made you ashraful makhlukat the highest of all beings the pride of the whole universe he gave us the command over all things over all beings in the both world and Allah says what's a kharalakum mafis samawati wa mafil ad jami'amin Allah has subdued and reduced everything for us in the heavens and the earth so that they can all be under us being the crown of all creatures what do we need from Allah that he has not done for us and look at the works of almighty Allah to think that from envelopes and layers of infinite darkness Allah might cut the cloth of this beautiful world drawing together strands of nothingness you know spinning them together teasing them into delicate threads and weaving an intricate pattern of texture and harmony to create a world of indescribable beauty a world rich in color and light populated and portrayed by sound and by movement 
All of these are the works of Almighty Allah. And praise be to Allah. Praise be to Allah, the worship of whom is the means of drawing closer to Him. And the giving thanks to whom involves an increase of benefit. Every breath which is inhaled prolongs life out of his permission. And when exhaled, it quickens the frame. In every breath, therefore, two blessings are contained. And for every blessing, a separate thanksgiving is due. When you breathe in, thank him. When you breathe out, thank him. Allah, praise be to him, is the opener of doors and gates of sustainers. He is the opener of the door of power and knowledge for his faithful servants. He is also the opener of doors of mercy for all of those who repent and doors of knowledge of the unseen for those who are close to him. He is the compassionate. Allah, praise be to Allah. He keeps creating and the resources from which he creates the resources will never be finished. He supports the creation without expending any strength. He doesn't get tired creating. He doesn't get tired supporting. He doesn't get tired sustaining. He allows this creation to continue for an appointed time and so that his purpose may be accomplished by him. Glory be to Almighty Allah. Greatness be to Almighty Allah. Everything in the heavens and the earth. To sabbihu lahu samawa to sabbihu al-ab wa manfihinna wa immin shay'in illa yusabbihu bihamdi. There's nothing he has created except that they all glorify his name. Even if you don't know how they do it. The one who has created them, you know, Halim and Gafura, he is forbearing and forgiving. He knows what he has created and he knows how he has made them to glorify his name. Allah Akbar. Every leaf of trees, whenever any tree raises up the leafy hands up into the skies, they praise and glorify Almighty Allah. Every blade of grass, they all display the praise of Allah. Only the powers mind can hear them and understand what they are doing. The earth, the water, the fire, the air, all of them work harmoniously. And they pray Almighty Allah unanimously. Allah has made the sun, He made the moon to harmonize in perfect tune. One can't move without the other. They just have to be together to glorify and worship Him. Allah Akbar. What does Allah want us to do now? Allah says, Quran chapter 2, verse 21 to 22. Allah says, Yeah, you are nurse, all humankind, all of you. Worship your Lord. And let the Khalaqakum, He's one who has created all of you from nothing. And he has created those before you. So that you may fear me and be conscious of me. And I'm the one that has spread the earth for you like a carpet, like a big dining table from which you get your sustenance. And I've made the sky for you as a canopy to shield you from the bodies outside the space. And I bring water from the sky and bring it down on you. And I used to bring all of the fruits and provisions for you. Never you set up any rivals against Allah. And you know that none of these rivals can do anything out of all of these things that I have done. We pray that Allah should make it be easy for us. As for us who are the poor servants of Allah. We pray to Almighty Allah that your graciousness, Ya Allah, invades the confines of this little mind with which we are trying to praise you. Who are we? Who are we in the hospital? Who are we if not a single pulse in this wild throb of life? We are just one ingredient in the whole salad of creation. 
Do we feel the breath of Allah as it stirs new life and hope in our hearts and touch to harmony as we strike a chord together in this majestic symphony that Allah has created? Oh Allah, we confess to you our inner sins. We confess to you our numerous sins. We have perpetrated wrong in a lot of ways. Rabbana Zolamna and Fusana. Yet, Ya Allah, to you we belong and in your mercy we pray. Please grant us forgiveness and protect us from the evil consequences of our deeds. We humble ourselves before you, Allah, holy unworthy, yet certain that in your graciousness you will respond to us with your mercy. Ya Allah, we can no longer endure the sunlessness of an existence that is deprived of your light. Please cast your radiance into our lives and remove darknesses from our lives. Grant us the light that brings sight to our eyes, the light that dispels the darkness of the night. We praise you with your wonderful names, Al-Malik, Al-Rahman, Al-Rahim, Al-Salam, Al-Nur. Oh Allah, you are the beneficent, you are the most merciful, you are worthy of immense praise, and we cannot praise you well enough in your greatness and in your mercy. Accept this little effort we have made. You are the one that is worthy of sincere worship. You are the only one that is worthy of sincere praise. Yet our worship is not enough to repay your kindness and your mercifulness touches the depth of our soul. Yet we cannot thank you well enough for the mercy you have showered on us. Oh Allah, please have mercy on me. Oh Allah, have mercy on all of us too. And accept this attempt to praise your name and mention few of your attributes as an effort to truly serve you. Ya Allah, you are able to do all things. Wa innaka ala kulli shayin qadir. Subhanaka Allahumma bihamdik. Nashadu an la ilaha illa anta nasta afluka and tubu ilayk. سبحان ربك الرب العزة عما يسفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين